1: Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D dot
3: What I have is a one-and-a-half-year-old grandson who had a cold who likes to kiss his pop.
1: Sean Ryma, 9 till 11, News Talk 550
4: <laughs> KTSA and FM
1: 1071. God, why does everything he say sounds sturdy? And to kiss his pop. Ugh, like on the lips? Wait a minute. Okay, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. He's t- what is he, one-and-a-half-year-old grandson? Because hey, he's ob- Joe Biden's obviously got a cold or something. I think he's got the COVID. His voice has do- dropped about three octaves. He coughs and hacks his way through every appearance. You know? Uh, yeah, 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 And, and then his expan- they're like, you got the COVID? And his explanation is, right? His one and a half year old grandson likes to kiss his pop. Does that mean they're lip locking? Does that mean he's kissing his one and a half year old grandson on the lips? I'm just saying, man, how does it sounds like a benign grandfather grandfatherly thing to say but there's also a level of ickiness about it. I'm just saying. Does he kiss him on the forehead? Does he kiss him on the cheek? Do they lip to lip? Because if they do, that's freaking gross. (laughs) Maybe you like kissing the grandkid there, uh, Mr. President. Maybe the grandkid doesn't like it very much.
4: Grandfather kissed me again, and then he sniffed my hair. (laughs) I think he gave me the COVIDs.
1: Anyway, how is everybody? How is everybody? It's seven minutes after nine. It's a whole new week. And Don is uh, are you, you're standing up all of a sudden. Is that because I, I, right. you're growing your beard out? And uh, no, I'm
0: planning to make a run for it. If you say something that requires me to make a run, for
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have the Schmuck brothers. Uh, you know, the, the Cuomo brothers are both out of it. Uh, Chris Cuomo uh, has now been fired. He was fired uh, from CNN as of Saturday, right? Or it was a Friday, I think. Right. Well, he was suspended. Right. And then he was fired. Right. right. He was suspended, I think, on Tuesday. And he was suspended at that point for helping his brother. <laughs> <laughs> for helping his freaking brother. Uh, when the uh, allegations were coming out of sexual misconduct on his part, uh, it came out that Chris Cuomo had also used his official resources at, uh, at CNN to uh, try to find dirt on the accusers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was suspended as of that time. And then he was. And then the lights went <laughs> out. Then the lights went out for some what bizarre happened? reason. The lights just went out and the TV just went off.
0: Right? In that, and only in that room because my lights are still on.
1: What does it mean?
0: What does it mean? Must have blown a fuse.
1: Somewhere. Uh, so, uh, he gets fired Saturday night because they say additional information has come out that we're looking into. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, you know, it, it's, he's got a second accuser now of sexual harassment of some regard. So I think, with, in other words, I don't think they were going to fire him for the for the helping his brother stuff. Yeah. I don't believe they were going to fire him for that. Would you believe in this? Well, is that's when the lights are coming back on again. Right. It was a really slow and. Is difficult. there a demon in here? Because I'm an ordained minister, and I'll <laughs> kick your ass. I got some holy water right over there in my bag. <laughs> don't mess with me, man. I know a little Latin. She's about this tall, anyway. Um. <laughs> And she's going to kick your ass. Kick my, Anyway, yeah. so I, I think what happened is they suspended him because they wanted him to come back. Because he doesn't have a great audience, but he was their big guy mm-hmm. as far as what, what? meager ratings they He's get. the only audience they have. The only audience they have. Because <laughs> nobody's watching Grab, Lem- grab Lemon. <laughs> That's going to be a perfect nickname for him. Uh. Grab? Grab Lemon. Because <laughs> he'll grab you, apparently.
3: Yeah. And then Joe Biden sniffs. And Joe
1: Biden ooh ooh ah ooh. Anyway, so I think what happened is they were going they wanted to bring him back, but after the second woman came forward and said no, he did this and he did that. Right. They figure they can't get around
0: that. Cut their losses and let him go because. <laughs> What is going on light, in that Just so you
1: guys know, the lights keep going on and off here in the studio where I'm sitting.
0: The TVs and the call screen, all of that flicks off.
1: Chris, do you think it could be a poltergeist? Maybe it's a poltergeist.
0: Yeah, I've, I've heard this building is haunted, but I've never seen evidence of that until now. Well,
1: yeah, only when I'm here. <laughs> I haunt this building. Right. Um, so, you know, in other words, what a bunch of crap. They, they were apparently, in my opinion, they were fine with all the other stuff he was doing. They suspended him for the optics. Mm-hmm. And then the second woman comes out and accuses him of that, and that's when they had to cut him loose.
0: How do you think that conversation went down? Do you think they turned the tables on him? What do you mean? When he walked in to, you know, when they called him up and, say,
1: hey, grab your shine box, <laughs> get the hell out of here, get out of here. You know, I, I what the conversation? Your
0: office with your shine box in it.
1: The conversation I want to hear was between he and uh, the other Cuomo on the phone after he got
4: Hey, I just saw her that you, uh, you they, they, they cut you loose. I'm so friggin' sorry. You look, I know that chick. You know, I grabbed her ass a few times, too. And I, You know, she never complained with me. These chicks today, man, you give them a little loving on the butt cheek stand, and then all of a sudden they call it HR, and it's a big ding, and then you're freaking out of a gig, man.
1: You know me, I'm not a bad guy. I got two things I like to do. I like to grab ass and kill old people, but, you know...
4: Forget
0: about it. <laughs> Since we're both unemployed, what do you say we skip the gift exchange this year? Because I can't afford it.
4: Let me tell you something, Chris. Here's what we're going to do, okay? We're going to start a friggin' podcast. You know how to cast a pod? That's what they do, like that
1: Rogan puke. That SOB. He's got a podcast. It's going to be the Cuomo
4: and Cuomo podcast, all right? And you know you can friggin' cuss on those things. So we can cuss, we can be our natural selves. Forget about it. Get
1: out of here. We can call it Cuomo and Mo Cuomo. <laughs> Cuomo and Mo Cuomo. How's that grab you? <laughs> get it? How's that grab you? <laughs> you are <dead. laughs> No, you did not. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll take your, your,
2: go
1: home and get your a freaking shine box. Those guys are such wannabes, though. With the whole mafiosi trip, you know, mm-hmm. just the way yeah. they talk, yeah, big, big tough guys. Mm-hmm. They grew up as rich kids. They were spoiled-ass rich kids. You know, really, if you think about it. Sure. They may be owned by a couple of guys, you know, but they're not. They've just seen way too many freaking movies. Mm-hmm. Both those guys have seen way too. When, when Chris was out there, hey, let me tell you something. You call me Fredo one more time. It's like calling me the N-word, all All right. Come on! I'm going to make you freaking if of you can't freaking refuse. You know, I mean, it's just. Do you think they're just giving the people what
0: they want? You know, I mean, you're probably. To, you probably. Know, it's like if you see an Irish guy, you want him to sound like the guy from Oy! Lucky. Yeah, you want him to sound like Lucky the <laughs> Leprechaun,
1: you know? Not me personally. Well, I but mean, I-, I think they played it up. Yeah. Because like real mafia guys, real connected guys, they may have an accent, but they don't run around running their traps like that. Mm-hmm.
4: It's more like, hey, you know, I got this thing coming in later on tonight. Uh, it's a truck that might have some engine trouble. there uh, around 4th in Main, you think you might want to be there?
0: Got a load of toasters come off a truck.
4: Make sure you cut out your tribute to send up to the boss.
2: Hey! But they're not like, <laughs> oh, hey, I got a truck coming in. I'm going to kill that friggin' guy. Hey, Pull but... his ass
1: out of the truck and take whatever the hell I want. Then I'm going to squeeze his wife's ass. You know, I mean. I'm going to sneak up on him and bada-bing. Bada-bing, bada-bo. You know, they don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's more like,
4: hey, yeah, look, I got a bunch of uh, uh, fur coats coming in at midnight out the port there, you know, and uh, they might find their way into your car.
0: It's not, keep, you know keep, I mean? keep this between you and me and these four
1: walls.
4: This is just between you and me. all right?
1: A, you're going to the walls. Well, the, the thing is, they do even talk about this.
4: You know about that thing I said? Yeah, that thing's coming through tonight. okay? <laughs> so tell that guy about the thing and make sure his guys are there. Clean those mattresses. Uh, clean those mattresses. But
1: it's not like the Kwongwoh brothers, you know what I mean? Hey, I, they're like you know they're doing a, 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 like a crappy imitation of every mafia movie ever made, you know? Andrew, I'm sorry I got fired. You embarrassed me. Now I gotta, I got, I must turn my back on you. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. I gotta turn my back on yous, you know. Dudes, went both are really, really went to really nice schools and stuff. You know, <laughs> never wanted for anything their whole lives. I bet they, I bet they both say "bada bing, bada boom" at least nine times a day. i not how connected
4: guys. Hey, like I want to hey, get get together with me a little later on, Chris, so we could talk about that thing. You know the thing? Yeah, I want to talk about that thing.
3: Started off the day employed, and then bada-bing, bada-boom.
1: <laughs> He's sitting on his shine box. two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. So, good riddance. <laughs> they're both schmucks. They are both highly overrated. And they're both apparently allegedly sexual abusers. Who don't care if old people die in, in, in senior centers. Good luck. Well, no, to quote, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, in Tombstone, well, bye uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You know these uh, Alamo water softener bundles. I know I I told you they were going to be around for very long, but they are extending the sale on these bundles through December twentieth, or as long as supplies last. Now, whether you have a newly built home or an older home like mine, Alamo Water Softers has a water treatment bundle with special pricing to give your home the highest quality water treatment available. They have several of these things available, including my favorite, the Premier Whole Home Bundle. Get a free standard gas or <coughs> excuse me <coughs> I'm sorry, get a free standard gas or electric water heater when you purchase a select top of the line water softener, a plus one filter, and a reverse osmosis system again while supplies last. Also, when you talk to them, ask about their zero interest percent financing. Same as cash for two years with approved credit uh now here's how it works you go online i'll give you the website here in a second make an appointment and they'll send out one of their Alamo water software's whole home specialists for a free water analysis and to make recommendations customized for your home i again have two of these systems in my home they've been there for about three years and trust me on this it's the best water you'll get in san antonio it's 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 been a life changer uh, for all of us at the house. So go online and check out the uh, water treatment bundle pricing at alamowatersofters.com. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM one. We're stuck in New York today. I may hang on. First we're talking about the Cuomo pukes. Both obviously really horrible human beings. But New York, this just came down the pike while we were, uh, or the pipe, rather, while we were on the air with Warren Rima. This story is just breaking news. Mayor, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, who's also a horrible human being. And is getting ready to end his time in office. And he is imposing uh, new uh, COVID-19 vaccine mandates. For all private sector employees, that they're going to start enforcing in just a couple of weeks. In fact, a couple of days after Christmas. All private sector employees. They've also upgraded what fully vaxxed means. It means two shots. Uh, He is also requiring proof of vaccination for all indoor dining, fitness, and entertainment venues. For kids aged five to eleven, it's almost like a slash. Chris, you almost get the feeling like he's just setting the whole town on fire on his way out the door. You know, like trash the hotel room before you leave. Uh, you know, uh, some people uh, in on the in the workforce. Yeah, you know, uh, if you're being replaced by somebody. You know, you not me, but I've seen it happen where you're being replaced by somebody, right? And so you leave with a whole bunch of problems left behind you. You know what I mean? Just to make life suck for them.
3: Well, pretty much what they're accusing Trump of doing, he actually is.
1: He's actually doing, right. What a scumbag, man. Glad I don't live in no damn New York City, man. I got a few friends that love New York City. And like, you could have that crap, man. Freaking hot dogs aren't that good. Here's Jaime. Jaime, how you doing? Jaime. All right. I don't know what happened to Jaime, but if you want to call us up, Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Also, uh, my wife uh, and and stepkids spent the entire, it was a pretty tame weekend. I don't know how your weekend went. Mine was pretty tame. In other words, by when I say my weekend was tame, what I mean is I didn't do anything. Okay, that's what, it. Doesn't mean the whole household was, was tame. It means my lazy ass didn't do anything. Okay, and this was a weekend that my wife and stepkids decided it was it was decorating for Christmas time. And point in fact, the house looks really good. I mean, they really did a hell of a job. Saturday and Sunday, they worked on this stuff. They put all the lights up outside. They uh, did some reeds and bow stuff, you know, and then she, the inside, they hung all the lights on the inside. As I sat on my lazy ass and played on my computer. I have a condition. You know, I, I can't, I, there's a lot of lifting and getting on ladders and, and the like. And that can really cause me harm because I got a condition. And so I, uh, you know, I sat and uh, watched them put up all the uh, the Christmas stuff. And it looks it looks freaking fantastic, honey. You did a beautiful, beautiful, you beautiful job, beautiful job.
0: You know, being unwilling to participate in a much loved family tradition <laughs> does not constitute a, a condition of any any kind I've other been, than the fact that you just didn't feel like doing. it.
1: I've never been a whole fan of the decorating. Thing. I mean, I love it when it's up, right? If elves could do it, you know. Sure. And, well, I guess elves did, Little Hispanic elves did it for me this weekend. Little Mexican elves decorated my house for me. You know, and that's fine. Because right. in my neighborhood, we get, well, and, and the, the, the outside, I think the inflatables go up today. Mm-hmm. Well, you, might, you may want to wait. It's a little breezy out there. Well, so. I got nothing to do with it. I got condition. But, you know, I'm just... But you're going to end but, up chasing them down the street. But there's kind of a... Who, me? Yeah. There's kind of a little holiday decorating war that starts taking place in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And everybody's trying to outdo it. It's one of those neighborhoods.
4: <laughs>
1: See, I got okay a condition. There, Joe Biden? Well, I was just thinking about, hey, my, my, grand, my grandkid likes to tongue kiss. So, you know, I, I, <laughs> are you um,
3: something with the Mexican elves over the weekend? No, no, see no, how I, you are?
1: Yeah. I'm just saying that the people in my neighborhood like to outdo each other with the decorations. And there's one, there's some folks down the... <laughs> now, this I've never seen. I didn't know you could do this. But there's some people down the street. Who hired someone to come and put their decorations up
0: yeah there are signs all over the place
1: really is this a call? real thing yeah. and so it just got them my wife is just like because <laughs> there's like nine guys <laughs> stepladders and cranes Right. and they wrap lights these people I mean I'm not we don't know them so I'm just being I'm being funny here it actually is beautiful but they have these big gnarly trees you know these tall gnarly trees what kind of trees are those because I got a whole bunch of them too Plant. Plant, trees, okay. And <laughs> and they wrapped every single branch with lights. Hmm. So when they Mo- fire thing. it up, right. it looks like something out of a science fiction movie. The <laughs> entire tree, every branch is wrapped with lights, white lights. It goes on. You're... And I swear to God, it's affecting the gravitational pull of our neighborhood. i, I, I when I drive by their house, I can feel my car pulling towards the lights.
0: <laughs> it's messing with the alignment of your vehicle. That's it, awesome. It,
1: it might affect the uh, you know the, the, the uh, time-space continuum. It, every hey, single you, branch is wrapped in lights. Don't get too close to those lights with your condition. It may throw something off. <laughs> it's the last thing you need. No, I, I feel like if you're, if you're walking your dog next to their, uh, by their house... You'll go Highlander, you know, and, like, lightning will start shooting out of your eyes. It's, it's just I've never seen anything like it. They fire that crap up. And, it, it look, it looks beautiful. So if you're listening, in it, it, it looks gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It. But if you lit it up and turned off every other light in the, in the, uh, in the neighborhood, we could still see to get around. Right. Because every it. single branch is wrapped in lights, man. You can see it from the space shuttle. Yes, yes, you probably could. Right. You should go From to the International Space Station. You're like, hey, what's that? Oh, it's Ryma's neighbor. And so, you know, my wife is just, you know, hanging up her little string of the Walmart lights. <laughs> She's just looking over her shoulder, like, uh, I, I can't say what she said. Right. It begins with a C. You should drive. Right. Through, you should drive through Windcrest somebody. Is it even worse? It's beautiful. Oh, Some it's beautiful. of the houses there are just. But I mean, that same people go nuts over that stuff. Oh yeah, it's crazy. It
0: looks like something out of a movie. (laughs) Some of these houses over in Windcrest. It's insane.
1: Well, the inflatables are big in my neighborhood. I'm driving down the street the other day, and I was like, I look up, and go, ah! And I look up, and it's like a 30-foot freaking reindeer Mm -hmm. over somebody's fence looking out over the road. Right. It looked like freaking Godzilla.
0: So anyway. We have some in front of our house, and I'm thinking of getting rid of them. Because whenever the wind picks up, they start to move. Right. And I keep getting ring alert notifications. Moving at the front door.
1: <laughs> at the front door. You know, oh, it's your own inflatable. Yeah, it's an inflatable
0: bear oh. wearing a Santa hat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a condition. Uh, <laughs> 2105-995555. 2105 <laughs> And Sean will be right back. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Happy Stinking Monday. Hope you're having a Stinking Great Monday. Phone lines are open 210 599 5555. 210 599 5555. If you care to join us. Um. Well, we got, let's talk about this Michigan thing and this Michigan case here for just a, a few minutes. It just keeps getting stranger and stranger. Uh, And that the parents now, Janet and Jennifer Crumbly, uh, have been uh, arrested and charged with four counts of manslaughter. Uh, And much of it has to do with uh, their son, Ethan, and how he came to kill four students and injured uh, a, a whole bunch of other students on that day at this high school. And it, it just gets weirder and weirder. Uh, well, more weird and more weird, I guess is how you properly say it. You can say stranger and stranger, but you can't say weirder and weirder. Um, that's why you little punks need to stay in school. Uh, anyway, so they apparently they gave him the gun that he used for Christmas or a birthday or something. And they were actually like his mom was online, uh, commenting on it and it's great and uh they they knew he was pretty troubled. he had been doing some drawings uh in school of uh, him with a gun and dead people dead kids on the on the floor and and uh uh, wrote on the picture you know uh, uh the thoughts won't just they won't stop they keep coming so the parents knew that he was messed up they kept he's 15 right they kept the they kept the uh, the gun in an unlocked drawer in the, in their bedroom. Apparently, they knew he was going to do this to some extent. They, they got called in, I think, by the principal or some administrator at the school, and the, they were saying, "Well, you we got to take him out of school. There's something really wrong here." And they said, "No, I guess they said, no, he's he's all right. It's gonna be all right.'" And on the day when he starts, you know, killing people. In fact, I think it might have been that morning when the parents met with the uh, principal. It was. Uh, and nobody, th- th- they didn't stop him and, and look in the, the, I guess he had a, the gun in the bag, and and uh, the parents didn't do anything about the gun being in the bag. And uh, so that afternoon, that's when he did the shoot him up there at the school, and the parents let's see when it's when the news first broke this was happening his mom texted him saying don't do this ethan and the father went back to the house to see if the gun was there parents are arrested in the basement of some art gallery of some fashion so the person who owns that uh, is is uh, possibly facing charges charges for aiding and abetting these people and the whole thing is just freaking weird. The school, for all I know, I'm thinking the schools may be up for some charges as well. Because why didn't they stop him? If they had a thought, everybody, it seemed like everybody knew he was going to do this. Everybody knew, it, apparently, allegedly, everyone knew he was going to do this. So why didn't somebody stop him? You know, and why would you give your disturbed 50, you know, teenage kid a handgun? Now, of course, the left is so I, you know, I don't know. We'll have to. We'll see how this pans out, and what, what new information comes to light, and and uh, what what this, this family life was like. Is man, ain't someone right there? And one one of the other things that we keep reading about this kid. <clears throat> my wife and I were talking about talking about this over the weekend. Is that he was cool as a cucumber when he was doing this his his bp did not go up one molecule one notch he was everybody said he was calm and uh there was one story where there was a teacher in a in a classroom with a bunch of kids and they're hiding there they got the door locked and he's outside pretending to be a sheriff's deputy trying to get them to come out i mean kids messed up man but what was going on in that family prior to this event? Because there's a whole lot of weird crap floating around this disturbing stuff, and the families of the students who lost their lives have a, have a reason. They they need to know why. They need to know why this happened, man, and why it was allowed to happen. Um, so I don't know. What do you think about, because the left are going to, they're already trying to make this a gun thing, right? You know, it's, it's sacky. It was a gun thing. You know, they're all, it's a gun thing. Got to get the guns out of, got to ban guns. I forget who's proposing now a law. I, I read this over the weekend where y- if you own a gun, you'd have to store it in a certain way in a locked box. Even if you have no kids around you or what have you, even if you live alone and if you don't follow these strict rules of, uh, Locking up your gun. You can't have one. But, man, not there was a whole lot going on in this case before that kid ever pulled the trigger. <laughs> Something was up. 210-599-5555. Hey, this is Scott Robbins. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from all of us at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Hey. Here's Talk by 50K GSA F M1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? How are you doing? Is everything going all right? All right. Well, here's kind of a nice little funny story. Out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, and it involves a uh a couple and, and she's pregnant. It's Ryan MG, I think I'm saying that correctly. Maybe not. MG MG. uh And his wife Kelly, and she's pregnant she's preggers, and
4: the contraction's starting started to get you know closer ouch and
1: so uh <laughs> that was a bad one <laughs> ouch and so uh they're they're driving to the hospital and suddenly she turns she's in the passage certainly she turns around. With her back against, I, I'm assuming the dashboard, and her knees up against the, the back of the seat. You know, she's pointing. Can you visualize this? She's pointed towards the back of the car. Because the baby started coming out, and I guess she didn't want the baby to fall on the car on the floor there. You know, with all that cigarette ash and gum, yeesh. And the baby starts coming out. Dude... With one hand on the steering wheel, I would assume his left hand reaches over and grabs the baby with his right hand as the baby comes out. Because <laughs> he, he, the baby starts coming, is like, "Baby, you want me to pull over?" This <laughs> is like a typical married company, a, 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 a couple, right? Honey, do you want me to pull over? What do
4: I do? No, keep going. We need to get to the hospital. <laughs> so
1: you know, he caught the baby with his free hand while continuing to drive with his his left hand. And I think we're all pretty impressed by that, aren't you, Chris? I mean, that's fairly freaking impressive. A little icky, but I mean, you know, you'd want to get that, some detailing done done to the, done the car afterwards. Probably got a bad smell about it. I mean, a couple of uh, you know. Pine scented uh, air freshers ain't going to do much about that. You know what I'm saying? You thought my car smelled? Ugh. Well, I'm just saying. And, and it, now it would have been even more impressive if, while he was, while this was going on, if he'd have, you know, stuck the knees up there and drove the car with his knees for a couple of seconds while he lit a cigarette or something. I got you, babe. You know, that or or taking a bite out of a hamburger. Knee driving. You know, that would have been impressive.
3: With a stick shift.
1: With a stick shift. With a shifter thing.
3: Hang on, baby. Can you throw it in the fifth?
1: You throw it in the fifth with your thigh. What did you say this morning that just cracked me up when I was driving in?
3: What the placenta pillow
1: on the headrest? No. If she'd have been pointed towards the if her knee if if she'd have been pointed towards the dashboard.
3: He could just hit the brakes. <laughs>
1: Hill bunk. Ugh. Hey, Triple A. Uh, what do you do about afterbirth? You got a, you got any kind of coverage on that? Because my man, my freaking car smells really bad. See,
3: all the more reason to face forward because you could just open the glove compartment. <laughs>
1: just keep, keep like a little blanket in there. Boop. <laughs>
3: Hope you had four mats.
1: I'm just saying you want to drop you wouldn't want to drop no damn newborn baby on my floor, Mats, man. That eesh would have been eesh. Ooh. Eesh. What's all the soot and, and all the broken up leaves on the kid? How'd that happen? Was he, was, he, was he born in the front yard?
4: No, in my my husband's car.
1: So anyway, that that's it. There's a Warming your cockles, uh, sort of a story for you. It, you feel like your cockles are warming up after that one, are you? How's how's the t- what's the temperature on your cockles? What are you laughing at, Chris? Don's like, Don's missing the grossest part of the show, man. You know, because that's uh, so sweet. But you know what I mean. <laughs> if I'm that dude, after I just pulled that off, because it is impressive. He kept driving the damn car while he helped his wife give birth with his free hand. You know, after that, I'd be like, I don't
3: want to hear it. (laughs) My kid's going to have to grow up hearing that story for years.
1: Well, for years, but, you know, Mr. Husband there just got to get out of anything free card for the rest of his existence. Honey, would you do the dishes? No, I'm not going to do the dishes.
4: Well, honey, car,
1: I don't want to hear it. No, you can put the decor decorations up for Christmas this year, honey.
3: Chauffeur and OBGYN. Chauffeur, you. OBGYN. Did both did both. Okay.
4: I don't want to hear it. I'm gonna go watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just going.
3: You and the other passenger take care of it.
1: You and the other passenger, who's now twenty two years of age, can handle that there.
4: Dear, thank you. Thank you so much.
3: Does so he have a job? <laughs>
1: So anyway, there you go. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five.
3: Tell that kid every day growing up I pulled you out, I could put you back.
1: <laughs> Dad, what kid's forty? When can I get my driver's license? Never. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five.
3: What'd they name the kid?
1: Ford. Chevy, I don't know.
3: What?
1: That's <laughs> our son Ford. <laughs> oh, did you name him after the actor? No, not quite. <laughs> he was born on an armrest, and so that's kind of what we ended call, up calling him.
0: Good thing he wasn't driving a Mitsubishi.
3: <laughs> Their last name's Cruz. Cruz. <laughs> oh, God. All right, we got to take a break.
1: It's Sean on Newstalk 550KTSA. When a huge group of criminals organizes themselves, and they want to go loot a store, a CVS, a Nordstrom, a Home Depot, until the shelves are clean, do you think that's because of the pandemic?
3: I think a root cause in a lot of communities is the pandemic, yes.
1: <laughs> Sean Ryma, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, you have to wonder, does she actually believe this crap? Does she actually believe the crap that tumbles out of her mouth on a daily basis? Or is she just committed to the cause? You know what I'm saying? Cause I can't, I can't believe she said that. That's what you think is causing the, the AOC says it's not happening at all. Now she's an idiot. AOC is a bona fide moron, man. She is a moron with a capital M for moron. And she just says, well, the data's not panning out that it's actually going on. But again, she's an idiot. But Saki, she she will say with a serious face the most unbelievable crap. And it, it, it there's nothing. She's kind of got those soulless eyes. You know what I mean? My soulless eyes. You know, soulless eyes like a doll's eye. There's just nothing looking back at you, you know. When the AOC looks back at you, all I, all you see is stupid. But when when Saki's looking at you or looking directly into the camera, right, you really don't see anything looking back at you. Maybe she's a replicant. You know, I, I don't know, but I mean she just she I can't believe she said that with a straight face. You think the pandemic is why this is going on. It's got nothing to do with fewer cops in the streets from the defund the police thing. It's got nothing to do with cops retiring early because of the target that's been put on their back and for the past few years all the crap they've got to take from everybody. That has nothing to do with it. Uh, these no bail, these zero bail policies in places like California, that's got nothing to do with it. Right. Well,
3: she can't believe it. I guess she can't. Well, because when you're gaslighting people, you, by definition, you can't believe what you're telling. <laughs> I guess that's right.
1: Whew, damn anyway it's seven minutes after 10 on a monday and i'm just trying to get through it 210 uh, 599 hey a lot of people a lot of you folks are out there listening thank you so much for hanging out with old uncle sean for a couple of hours each morning steve wants to talk about the michigan shooting steve how you doing
2: i'm doing well sean thank you so much thank ktsa so much for letting us hang out with you guys of course
1: man thank <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> uh-
2: both both stacky and sandy as long as they fool foolish as long as they can fool the ignorant as long as they can control the
1: you're kind of breaking up on me there brother uh, yeah, well, hey, tell, yeah tell me, just call me back on another line okay cuz I want to put you right back on. let me let me paraphrase what he's saying and this is something that that I talk about all the time cause, because it's absolutely true okay People like Jen Psaki, like the president, don't care that folks like you and I know they're full of crap. Let me repeat that again. Uh, The folks on the left don't care that folks like us know they're full of crap. Because uh, folks who listen to talk radio uh, tend to be a little bit more educated about what's going on in the world. Conservatives in general tend to be they tend to have yeah you know, frankly a little bit more on the ball as far as current events they follow this stuff a lot of folks on the left don't they get their news from a, an hour or a half hour on the networks uh, they get their world views from memes I, I know because we every time we get somebody who calls up and wants to argue with me from that side of things they they rarely have any idea what they're talking about. They they have no information. They're low-info, low-content morons. And as I say on a regular basis, yes, uh, as long as the right person is saying it, that's where it ends for a lot of folks on the, on the left. Well, Fauci said it, so it must be true. Well, de Blasio said it, so it must be true. Well, Jen Psaki said it, so it must be true. That's what they count on, morons. Because it's... It's the moron crowd. I know they like to posit themselves as, oh, we're the, you know, we have college degrees and we're the party of science. That's a bunch of crap. You're the party of morons. Low info morons, and so, who get their worldview from a freaking meme.
4: And so if Jen Psaki says, well, yes, okay, the looting, it's really about the pandemic. Come on, you little booger, it's about the pandemic.
1: I know people who are fully grown adults who are like, okay, it's about the pandemic. And that's what they don't, they don't think one moment beyond that. So, you know, if AOC says it's not going on, there's a whole lot of morons that'll say, oh, it's not going on because JLC said the data didn't pan out. We had a guy that called me up last week and tried to go around with me, do a few rounds with me on, on Fauci. And, you know, how I'm killing kind of the same thing that Trey heard a few weeks ago. I'm killing people because I'm not going on the air and, you know, just parroting whatever Fauci says about the pandemic. And I, I just brought up a couple of very simple points that were news stories that were things that he had said since this whole thing began. Guy had no idea what I was talking about. and you can tell you're dealing with a moron when you get them on the air and you make a point that they can't answer to and they go he <laughs> <laughs> do that ridiculous laugh like <laughs> oh steve's back steve there you are man how you doing
2: sorry about that oh, Thank you all right. again as long, their Sandy and Saki are both willing to lie, and and uh, fraudulent President Brandon are all willing to lie, as long as their faithful supporters are willing to be, willing to be lied to, willing to have their. Uh, in, intelligence insulted and stepping up to the plate to be disrespected every day, and they're willing to take all that over and over again, like a pie to the face. Right. They're going to keep the lies up because their their faithful supporters are willing to be disres- disrespected, be lied to, and be made fools of. I was really calling about this kid though, this uh, latest cowardly punk shooter at right. the school. The the problem is, and the reason that this is continuing in. M- And I'm sorry, but he just pleaded not guilty. Then you go and plead not guilty? Mm. You do this and you you have the whatever to plead not guilty? The problem is too many of them are being arrested instead of being put down where they stand, stopped, ended. You do that a few times and this whole thing is going to end. If you don't do it, if you continue to arrest them – and not put them down. This is going to continue. All, all arresting them does. All not putting them down does is prolong the amount of school shootings yep. that we have, the amount of loss we have, the amount of dead children and dead bodies that we have. Yeah, but if, you, if you like and and
1: it, but if you come up on the guy, and but if you know, if you come up on the guy, you can't just and you can take him without shooting him. I mean, I'm with you. It's like plug him, <laughs> you know. But you, you if you could take them without shooting them, you still sorta of have to do that.
2: You have to do that, and that is the problem. No. That is the problem. Right. If 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 the if the orders were given, hey, if you shoot up a school and we come in after you, we're not coming in to arrest you. We're coming in to take you down. Make that the law. Right. Do that. This ends real quick. Do it not. And all you do is prolong and lengthen and increase the numbers of school shootings that are going to happen in the future.
1: So what you're saying is that you change the law to where if you go into a school and start shooting, or if you engage in a mass shooting, or what I call a spree killing, uh, the law is we just kill you.
2: We are not coming to arrest you. We are coming to end you. Yes.
1: Right. We are coming.
2: Don't just don't just plug them. Triple chap them, end them. <laughs> right,
1: no, I'm not saying I, I dislike the idea. I just don't. I appreciate the call. I just don't know if that's. We do have a legal system that we have to abide by because that works for everyone. The presumption of innocence. I'm not saying that there's any. You know, the the, the, the presumption of innocence in this case is a legal matter only. Because <laughs> pretty much everybody knows what happened. Uh, but I don't know if I like the idea of. It, it, see, and and this is the wickedness of the crime, and I, and I'll say this in regards to what Steve was was describing there. Okay, the wickedness of the crime is anybody can do it anywhere. Just because they feel like doing it. The reason it's such a wicked crime is ninety nine point nine percent of all human beings never have this thought to just go into a place and start killing people. Ah, well, you got to fold in the Islamic terrorists, but they they have a whole different... That's almost, in a sense, a different kind of crime. That's pure terrorism. But the idea of spree killing, where on this day, for whatever reasons, because I feel disenfranchised or I've been bullied too much or nobody thinks I'm cool or what have you, that I'm either going to go into a school or I'm going to go into a theater or a Walmart and I'm just going to start blowing people away. The problem with that is... You know, you you can't, it's such an over-the-top, bizarre and horrific crime, and what makes it horrific above anything else is anybody can do it any time. In most situations. You know, and that's the insidious, you can do that in an H-E-B, you can do that in a Walmart, just walk in there. Now, my problem with this kid is he was a walking red flag. There was all kinds of signals prior to this happening that should have told somebody what he was going to do. It, it appears to me that both the school and the parents knew he was going to do this. So I want to know what happened there. I want to know how that broke down. 210-599-5555. 210 599 San Antonio's News Traffic and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 22 minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. Little old TV watching this weekend. Finally finished. I uh, finished uh, the final season of Narcos. Six seasons, three set in Colombia and three set in Mexico. And uh and I, I'm a subtitle guy. I like to read the subtitles, and it was it was so good. It's one of those shows where it's so good that I was sad when it was over, just because I know that this is the final season, so I know there won't be any more. And I love watching because I'm trying to learn Spanish. I got some CDs and stuff. Chris is already laughing. Say <laughs> <laughs> ¿Sí? donde, donde. Where donde. Say ¿Sí? donde, donde. So I'm trying to learn in you know, so I like watching his I watch a lot of stuff in Spanish because I like the culture and you know and I also like to read the subtitles and kind of try to match it up with what they're saying because I think in a way that's kind of an interesting way to sort of pick up on a different a new language because you can kind of as you read the words especially in Spanish because it's a Greek and Latin based Mostly Latin-based language, as our our own is, and so a lot of the words kind of sort of sound like what they would be in English, and you can kind of pick that up here and there when you're when you're reading the subtitles. And Don Morgan, you'll think this is funny. So I, the, this the next bit is going to be really offensive. So you, if you're offended, I'm sorry. But then I tried to watch Squid Game after I finished Narcos because it was still early. It was early enough, and Saturday night is kind of my binge binge night to watch TV. Mm-hmm. Well, you're living large over We're there. Living large, man. Wow. So I. Uh, well, I'm going to try to watch Squid Game, which is in Korean. And I just, you know, the first episode was cool, but by halfway through the second episode, I, I just, I, I kind of had already sort of figured out what this was all about. You know what I mean? What is it all about? Well, I'm not going to tell you in, in case people have seen it. <laughs> but Chris was laughing when I was, I was doing this for Trey a few a little while ago. Chris, you were cracking up. Admit it! Because the Korean acting is a little over the top. Right. Especially the lead actor is just really, he, he's really over the top. And Korean, the, the Eastern languages are very complex. You know, uh in, in Japanese, Chinese, Korean, because I've looked at learning Chinese at different times, and it's a, they're very incredibly complex languages. Mm-hmm. And there's no connection to Latin or Greek. <laughs> you know, It's there's no connection. It's all new sounds that you have never heard before in your stinking life. Like that, I have no idea what he just said, so I'm trying to watch Squid Games. I don't
0: Games, think I want to know what he just said.
1: And the the actor is just the, the lead actor starts getting on my nerves because like I do What I do I you. You know, and it's just like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be insulting to Korea or Koreans, but it's got exhausted.
3: Well, I think that's one thing that made, because I also watched it dubbed over with English, so to watch right. it without, self, and that's what kind of what made the dubbing over a little annoying, because the voice actor had to talk like, very put, fast to get it all in. Well, he also had to take it up a notch, you know, and it's like oh, right. it just kind of took away from. it. So yeah, it's, it's much better with the subtitles. But well, yeah, but you like read
1: like the you said, subtitles like, oh, do you, I and what the guy said is, can I have a sandwich?
4: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and,
1: and I'm sorry if you find this racist and and un- 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 offensive. Have you never heard this show before? So I just couldn't I couldn't hang with it, man. And so I I did the un- unforgivable. I read each episode on Wikipedia to see what happens in the end. Chris is shaking his head. Oh, you took away you took away the fun. I was just I was exhausted after the, after 90 minutes of watching that. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't handle it anymore.
0: You don't like people screaming at you in a foreign language? Come on, it's well, a great time.
1: It, I, hey, it's not like I'm not used to that. Yeah. I get that in my kitchen, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> at least in my kitchen, I can sort of figure out what she's saying. Isn't that terrible? Right. Okay. What <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. <laughs>
4: so
0: not a fan of Not a fan of the Squid Games. Apparently. Well,
1: and the plot is it, it, for me to sit and watch. TV, and binge watch a show, I really have to really like the show. It's really got to get me quick. Right. And and Chris is constantly trying to get me to, into watching shows that he's into. Because, Chris, you binge watch shows all the time. But you like comedies mostly. And you like British comedies. That's what Chris is into, is British comedies. Chris is currently watching a Scottish comedy sitcom that is a half hour long, right? What's it called? Tell me. Tell him. Still game. Still game. And it's set in Glasgow. Set in Glasgow, and, of course, he's Chris Glasgow. So he had to watch it. And so he has been telling me about every episode he's watched for about a week now. During the commercial breaks, Chris is explaining a full episode of this TV show. And then he said, they said, let's go to Glasgow. (laughs) And then he said.
3: They live in Glasgow.
1: But you know what I mean? You know, when you get into a show, you are, like, really into a show, man. And I don't even really have to watch it now because you've explained just about every episode in the first three seasons. Oh, hi What? Oh, hi What's that's that what mean?
3: That's, that's what they say, yes. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. oh aye. <laughs>
1: why, why do I have to watch it? I agree. You, you exp- you've explained every single
3: staked episode.
1: It's not Scottish. It's just crap. <laughs> I am going to try to watch it. I just don't watch comedies. I'm too miserable. I don't want to laugh. All mm-hmm. right? You need a wee break. No, I like drama. I want drama. You need to cheer up, young Reimer. I like drama. What I, does this person know, I, want? I'm
0: not a binge watcher at all. I can't. I, I, I after about an hour and a half, right. Two hours. You, you don't. You
1: can't stay still for that long.
0: Yeah, I get bored real quick, and I tend to fall asleep. But you know, right. it, I can fall asleep real fast. Right. So, you
1: know, oh, I, yeah. Well, especially I doing this shift. Yeah. <laughs> <But>, well, seriously. <laughs> But no, I if I if I'm into it, like I'll sit and watch every single episode, you know, one right after the other.
3: It's mm-hmm. also not fair. You wait until, like three a.m. to try to watch it. Yeah. I did watch it after
1: Narcos. It was like three right. thirty.
3: You were trying to look for something a little lighter.
1: And so, I'm yeah. getting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think the last show I tried to binge watch was uh, Breaking what? Bad.
1: Breaking Bad is a great show. There
0: was one night I stayed up till like Breaking Bad. 4 in the morning watching. I'm not doing this ever again.
1: <laughs> Breaking Bad, I couldn't get enough of that a show. great show. Rudy J from ESPN. I'm
2: rewatching that
1: right now. Breaking Bad? Third time. I love that. I tried to watch it again, though, and it was too depressing because I know where You know what happens.
2: what happens? Yeah. I'm watching it again.
1: We were just talking about well, binge watching TV shows and stuff.
2: Yeah, I'm watching Breaking Bad for the third time. What's my, my name? Been. Say it. Yeah. No, don't. But <laughs> Eisenberg, <laughs> <laughs> you're. Bur- yeah. When his wife would mess with the boss to get back at him, that was brutal.
1: That was pretty harsh. That was a great show. Uh, I, have I you watched- so late, man. Oh, you're fine. We got a break here in a second. But oh, have, right. you, have you been able to see uh, Better Call Saul?
2: You know what? I started it. Yeah. And I didn't. I, I haven't finished it. Was yeah. it good? I don't know. I, I, tried, I tried to get into it, I, and I just yeah. couldn't get into it. That's what happened with me. I was like, oh, uh, it was good. He was a good character, but like trying to him carry the shit, Right, it was a little, I don't know. I little
1: of a little bit of a reach. Yeah, Rudy J, <laughs> you're bad, fine, man. Yeah. I blitzed it nah. on Friday. Nah. Uh, ESPN Morning Show on the Sports Star, 7 to 10 with Rob Thompson, Monday through Friday. I'll be here tomorrow. On time. I know you will. We'll take a little break now. 210-599-5555. We're <laughs> back. <laughs> on five fifty KTSA, It's ten thirty nine on a Monday. Marky e. Van Cappen Robbins coming up at eleven. <laughs> um, I gotta ask because this is because I, 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 I now I'm looking for something else to watch.
4: I'll watch your Scottish show at some point, Chris.
1: Um, so I but I I do want to see the Beatles thing, the Peter Jackson Beatles documentary, and Don Morgan gave it a big thumbs up. He watched it, I believe, this weekend, or he finished watching it this weekend.
0: Yeah, I watched it spread out over like a week and a half. Right. Almost two weeks.
1: Because I've heard uh, good and bad about it. Um,
0: Well, I think if you're tuning in and expecting it to be some type of cinematic event, you know, it's, it's not. It's just, you know, it's like watching home movies from... Right. the Most famous people on the planet. It's
1: so. basically all of the footage from the Let It Be movie. Yeah,
0: well, they had I, like I don't remember how many, close to like one hundred hours,
1: right, or so. And they've
0: got it narrowed down to about nine.
1: Because the so. the when the well, I don't know if they ever put out the original movie, but the, the idea was to do a movie based upon that yeah. last recording session, right. Leading up to they were gonna they hadn't it hadn't been determined yet, I guess, but they, they were gonna do a live performance, which they hadn't yeah. done. They stopped touring in I think nineteen sixty five. Right, sixty-five were, or sixty-six,
0: and they had plans to do this live show that was right. going to be televised, and they were trying to find some outstanding location, right, to go like and, the pyramids. Uh, yeah, you know, I think that somewhere in Syria at some point they were talking <laughs> about, so you <laughs> know, just different places, and they ended up being, being on the, the roof, roof of Apple you know, Studios, so.
1: and and so the footage that a lot that I grew up watching, because I was a huge Beatles fan. I mean, I was just a huge Beatles fan. Was a lot of the depressing stuff, I I right. just was watching a uh, Ringo Starr interview with with some captions here during the commercial break, uh, and he's talking about how the the footage that ended up making the public hmm. or getting into the public was all the unhappy stuff. It was like right. five seconds of George and Paul arguing, yeah, and Yoko and John sitting there and people giving her dirty looks and crap. and He says it really wasn't like that.
0: No, and this kind of shows that. Now, as I mentioned earlier, there was, you know, Yoko was quite present throughout the movie, right. Um, and somebody asked Paul about her, mm-hmm. he said she's great. You know? <laughs> right.
1: she's, so it's kind of a mythology that grew up yeah. out of that, those in recording f- sessions. In, in
0: fact, Paul, John, and Yoko have like a little jam session. Oh, really? In, in, well, you know, as best she can um, <laughs> at some point in the movie. But there were a couple of scenes, you know... They were, you know, they were testy at times, which, well, happened. Sure. you know, it's the creative process with, you know, these between these four men who had known each other since they were kids. Well, yeah, and, and they
1: spend pretty much every yeah. waking hour to a right. certain a greater or lesser extent. They've been through an experience that most people on planet Earth will never experience right. being that famous and that regarded. Right. At such a young Le- age. Ele- yeah. yeah. Most of their before they stopped touring, living pretty much in hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm sure they did get tested with each other. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? But you can when you you know when you're when right. You had brothers, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. You, know, you say stuff to your brothers that you can't say to anybody else. Sure. You know.
1: So you know because Jack is now I got two opinions because you saw it and you liked it. Jack liked it from what I heard on air, but he thought McCartney did, did actually come kind of come off as kind of a jerk. Right. In different scenes yeah. and stuff. So I don't know. I, I, yeah. I think I'm gonna watch it. You know, I think the only one that didn't come off
0: as being a little testy was Ringo. You know, well, he's Ringo, he, right? Yeah, you know, he was just happy to be there. Was, <laughs> there was one scene, I don't remember who, it was, it was Ringo, I don't remember who the gentleman was, and, and Linda Eastman at the time, right. uh, became Paul's first wife. Right. And, and the guy looks at Ringo, uh, looks at Linda McCartney as Ringo's walking away and says, you know, I really love Ringo. And she <laughs> says, he's the only one that I, that I feel calm around. <laughs> you know, when he's around, you just feel Right, because he's really just Ringo. Calling? He's yeah, just a laid-back you know, dude, just, man. You know, he's just back there vibing. He's just like in the swing of things, which is you know what good drummers are supposed to do.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right. He
0: just kind of set the pace back
1: there. Now, what so. is that on? To see it, uh, Disney Plus is what I.
0: Wish. I don't know if I have
1: that or I guess I have that.
3: Yeah, probably.
1: Chris is looking at me like I'm.
4: I'll watch your Scottish show. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it.
3: I was gonna say you could come over. I have Disney Plus. <laughs> Done.
4: But then he, I'll, I'll watch your Scottish show.
0: Well, watch the Beatles after don't we watch the, Beatles the Scottish, after the Scottish
4: show.
1: show.
3: Go from England to Scotland. You
1: know,
0: It'll be like Paul, traveling
1: through Europe. It'll be like, you know.
0: Paul had a farm in Scotland. It all ties in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm guy nice, so I may well I'll probably watch yeah. it, you know. You just be, give it t- If you're you a Beatles to, fan, I think it's, you yeah. know.
0: And I, you have to be patient with it. And you're a creative guy. You, you write and you know that, you know, you will rewrite the same paragraph 30 times before you get it to where you want it to be. And that you you kind of get into that a little bit in in this. No, narrative. I don't.
1: It's actually perfect. Just about every time I write it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
0: Yeah, you go back and change. We all do. Well, you know? I
1: do. I know. But here's the thing that I like. The one thing I've rarely been able to do is collaborate. Yeah. I have a real hard time collaborating mm-hmm. with people. Right. Because they do. They get on my nerves, and I can't yeah. think straight. I mean, Kinky and I collaborated on one song together, and we stayed up. We stayed up all night long. Mm. Mm-hmm. And by the by the morning, I wanted to like just you know yeah. one well, has to be right. gnaw his head off. But I mean, it was. Right but, but it came out perfect. Yeah, it has to be right for both. Of them. But in general, right. I can't collaborate. That's, maybe All that's right. why I'm a poet because I don't like people telling me what to do. You know, you think? <laughs> You see a little bit of that going on as well. I'm sure. Because you know, they each had four different versions of what they know. wanted to do. And the, the cool thing is, since you're a
0: fan, is is seeing some of these early workings of songs that we know like we know the the right. walls in our house at this point. Right. You know, they just become a part of who we are. Um, you know, the early early workings of something and all, oh, thing, wow. all things must pass, which was around you know, a few years before right. George even recorded it on his own, sure. the Beatles took a shot at it. Did you see them trying to work? It oh, wow!
1: Bit, so, yeah, yeah, because George said because he only got one song of a record that when he
0: yeah, and he talked about that toward the end. He <laughs> says that I would like to do my own album. I have all these songs that I'm just sitting, and I would like to just get them out of the way. Right. If I can just get them out of the way, maybe I'll you know feel better
1: about right. all this. I'll check it out. Yeah, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um, when I get back, I have to talk about corn dogs. Okay, I just got to talk about corn dogs. I'm going to talk about corn dogs when I get back. So corn dogs coming up next. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hey there, it's Lars, wishing you and yours a Merry Christmas. From everybody at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 107.1. We'll talk about Kamala Harris and how much her own staff hates her guts. But I just, I love, I love these, one of the things I love about social media is like the food stuff that comes up that are weird crap that you can try to make that you've never made before, you know? And I I just posted something a little while ago that I'm hearing a lot of both positive and negative about. It involves corn dogs. Chris, you like corn dogs? I love me some corn dogs. They go with mustard. I like them with mustard. Well, sometimes I like them with ketchup. I like them with honey mustard. I like corn dogs with ketchup or honey mustard. I like corn dogs. So I uh, saw this recipe, and it's really kind of interesting. It's their corn dogs, but they're split. They Somebody split the corn dog right down the length of it there. Split, split the corn dog, and then they put chili and cheese in the middle of the corn dog. And then it looks, Chris looks like they put the corn dog in the oven for a little while. Heated it all up and stuff with that chili and that cheese on it. Melted cheese. Melted cheese on chili on a corn dog. Split down the middle, y'all. And tell me that don't sound good to you. Tell me one more time that don't sound good to you. Because I, I think I'm going to try that. It'll probably land me in a freaking hospital. And like some people are like, you can always tell the elitists, you know, when you post something like that, because they're like, ew, why would I ruin a perfectly good bowl of chili by putting a corn dog in it? So I unfriended unfriended that person. Yeah. All right. That's it for you.
3: Well, and you'll probably end up in the hospital just trying to cut the corn dog open. No, oh, come on. No. Cut just it open. Mr. Knife.
1: No, I'm just it's saying. True, you will. I'm just saying with yep. my delicate digestion, tr- digestive tract. hmm that eating a split corn dog with chili and cheese in it, not have to add some onions too, right? Would probably land my ass in the hospital. I'm more concerned with the
0: fact that you plan on handling a sharp object. See how you that are? Part, frightens me to no end.
4: I'll get my wife to do. It. I'll get my wife here, honey. Take right. this. My hands are shaking a bit. I got a condition. Split the corn dog, baby. Split the corn dog. So anyway, it just <laughs> it's, it sounds really tasty to me. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> what? You're just weird, that's
1: all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had, I've had the uh, flare-up of the diverticulitis for a few days oh, now, yeah. so I've been eating broth and soup. You know, that's broth and soup. Are you feeling soup. any better that way? I'm or? feeling a little better. No, it just no. takes a little time to work its way through. Yeah. Soup and broth, broth and soup. So I'm starting to get hungry for, like, solids. So maybe I'll be splitting some cone dogs soon so, here in the next few days. has been about a week since
0: you've had solid food, isn't it? Yeah, it's been
1: about a week back, since I've had right. solid food. Chris, what do that caller want? What do they want? What?
0: That was a solicitor.
1: Huh? A solicitor. Tell me about corn dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you're
0: in the market for some corn dogs.
1: <laughs> we have some pre-split corn dogs. That's what you should have said. Like, what were they selling? Just, I don't know what you know. What, you know, life insurance. Whatever that oh, one could is be. A
3: pharmacy person. But I was tr- trying to let her know. You know, someone gave you our number as a joke. As a joke, right? Oh, am I speaking to? No, Do you, the people don't. do that? They give this number out as a joke? Well, oh, people... I'm fairly sure, yeah. Right. I mean, you, yeah. Get those you should be hormones. like, you like corn dogs?
1: Or at good. that pharmacy there, you like to eat corn dogs? You melt the cheese. You ever put cheese and chili in a split corn dog? You ever split a corn dog open and
0: put chili and cheese on it?
1: You ever split it down the length of it? Corn dog? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. rather important.
3: They usually don't play along. They just
1: hang up. I like messing with people. If I oh, you, I, I rarely I know Chris and I have this I rarely answer the phone, but when I do, if it's I know it's a solicitor, right. That's the kind of crap I do.
3: Well, and I push 1 just so I have to talk to someone. Oh, you do. Well, cuz usually it's a robot that calls you. And, and so you push 1 just to get oh, a person yeah. on
1: the air just to mess or well, on the phone either. just to mess with them.
3: I'll take 3 of whatever you're selling.
1: <laughs> My wife got somebody very good one day. What she did? They,
0: they called, I don't remember what they were It was one of those deals where the you know the Social Security, we we have your number and you need to call us because oh, you oh, So you right. so press one, and right. she presses one, and this guy named Steve answers, and she let into him <laughs> like it was Baghdad, nineteen ninety one.
3: Now some of I'm those, kidding really? you.
0: Oh, she's like you ought to be ashamed of yourself and just let him no. have it.
3: Yeah, he hung up. Some of those guys actually will be fun because they'll <laughs> you know. they'll cuss back at you. The, the guys, guys are not trying to scam you. I, not that I cuss at them. But guys are trying to scam you, you mean? Well, those particular ones, the Social Security people, every yeah. now and then you'll get one who will right. they'll get upset with you back.
4: I just think it's way to go, what are you wearing? I like your accent. you from the South. <laughs> Mr. Rama? we could. Can... What are you wearing? You like corn dogs? <laughs> I like corn dogs. The last time I
0: had <laughs> I always give them a fake Social Security number. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll answer like, a, like I'm a 90-year-old man, you know. <laughs> And yeah, when they ask what my social security number is, I'm like, 12.
3: <laughs> 76. And the guy didn't like it one time because I got him on it, and he didn't like it when I told him the last two digits of my social were 1010. 10. <laughs> he said, no, that's one number twice, 1010. Right. <laughs> it's 1111. 11.
1: It's going to suck to do that for a living. You know what I mean? I, I did telemarketing for a while, and it sucked. I hated it. What were you selling? Death and dismemberment insurance <laughs> on I, the last. I, here's what I quit. Well, what you're doing is you're trying to get them to set up to sign a contract with a guy, right? So you have roving. I'm not a. I wasn't a licensed guy, so I'm just the guy setting up the 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 deal, right? And you know, you're the middleman.
3: You're the lead fisher,
1: right? And you know, I did this for a few years when I was out of radio in Delaware. Did not my life suck? And uh, and I was selling death and dismemberment insurance. And I finally quit when I they made me work Christmas Eve. I'm, oh. I'm it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, draw the wine. and I get old ladies on the phone. Uh, would you? How much do you like that left arm? You know, I mean. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Did you start off with "Hi, I'm Sean Reima"? Are you sitting down?
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Sean. Are you sitting down? Yeah. If your legs would get ripped off in a horrible, oh, Merry Christmas to you as well, ma'am. If your
3: legs were to get ripped (laughs) off
1: in a horrible accident. Be a shame if you lobbed off your hand while using an electric
3: knife to carve a turkey, would they? Have you chopped down your tree yet?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What about your ankle? So I, I finally left. That was my last, I I, Scott, I said, I can't do this anymore. I walked out. How long did you work there? Uh, at that particular place, probably about six months. Oh, wow. But I made a lot of money because I was a radio guy, so I could, I knew, like, and I sold magazines there, too, and they hated me. The other people hated me because I could sell stuff really, really quickly, and I made a lot of money.
3: Sure.
1: And so as soon as I started making money. <laughs> magazines. No, seriously, as soon as I started making money, they'd they shift me off to some harder thing to sell. Right. And so once they had me selling, you know, freaking dismemberment on Christmas Eve, I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> That's when I went to WAWA, Wawa Convenience Store. In Newark, Delaware. I'll <laughs> well, slice and lunch meat for the next two years of my life. All right, Is the well, show did, over yet? Did you buy,
0: did, <laughs> since you were slicing lunch meat, did you happen to buy any of the policies that you were trying to sell nah, previously? Or? I didn't oh, care. Okay, all right.
1: My years in Delaware were unhappy
4: ones. Fair
1: enough. <laughs> Sounds that way. Three long, stinking years in Delaware out of radio. And after I got out of that, I was like, I'm never getting out of radio again, Ever, 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 ever. All right. The real world sucks. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Lane Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, Rudy J, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Monday's over. See you tomorrow. Bye.